This is WKOK Sunrise on your station for the best news, talk, and sports. News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. Thank you so much for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. Running around today is Mr. Rob Center, making sure that every button is pushed and every appliance is plugged in. How about that? So he's taking good care of everybody today. So we appreciate that. He's our producer. On the news line with us now, Dr. Sarah Lower is on the line from Bucknell University. Uh, we've had some brief conversations with her years ago about firefighters flies and conserving fireflies and the number of well let's let's call them by their real name which is i think the uh, uh, latin phylum name is lightning bugs but uh, she's on the line with an update good morning dr lower thanks for calling in today Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I do appreciate it. Uh, you have made a uh, career out of making sure that fireflies are brought up, talked about, uh, studies, uh, conserved, and that the world learns about uh, what ne- what we need to know. So kind of start at the beginning. Uh, introduce us to what uh, fireflies really are and uh, the different species, and then we'll talk about some of the threats that they face. So despite their name. Uh, fireflies are not flies. Uh, they're also not bugs. So that lightning bugs is also a bit of a misnomer. They're actually beetles, um, just like a ladybug that you would see out flying. Um, there are over 2,000 species worldwide. Um, in Pennsylvania, we have um, over 10 uh, different species that you could see um, at any point over the year in your backyard. And um, what we are so entranced about, and humans have been entranced about for centuries, are these uh, bioluminescent flash patterns that they use in the summer. That um, They're using those to find and choose mates. Well, give me another glimpse of that history. You mentioned it. What do we know about the history of fireflies? We've learned quite a bit about fireflies over the years. Um, we know uh, a little bit about uh, their the languages that they, well, they're not quite languages, but they're flash patterns. So, like I said, each species has its own flash pattern that it makes. It's like a Morse code that they use to tell uh, members of the own species, and they actually use those uh, patterns to choose mates. There are also a, a bunch of species that have lost this ability to produce light, and instead we think they're using chemicals to communicate. Um, these fireflies come out during the daytime, just sort of interesting, sort of the reverse of what you think of a, of a true firefly. Um, fireflies' life cycle is actually quite long, so they'll live for um, months for up to two years as a larva in the soil, and then they'll pupate, sort of like you can think about uh, butterflies going through and, and forming a cocoon and emerging as a butterfly. Fireflies do the same thing. They form a pupa under the soil, and then they'll emerge as adults where they'll live for only a couple of weeks. Um, And during those couple of weeks, they are not eating. They are just looking for mates. Is there any other mythology related to the history of fireflies that we can talk about that uh, humans attributed to them early on? There are tons of... um, important cultural implications for fireflies around the world. Um, They feature heavily in art and literature and song. So you can, uh, if you are brought up like me and uh, you think of the little glowworm song, um, 
you there's uh, they appear all the time. Uh, if you Google Firefly, you get thousands of hits from yoga studios to major songs. Um, so they they feature quite prominently in cultures around the world. Well, we talk about various species around the world that are threatened. Uh, what is the uh, threat level facing fireflies these days? So we're trying to figure that out. Um, it's been document or it's been told for a while, uh, anecdotally, just in stories um, being told to researchers um, that there have been firefly declines. And just recently, there have been some studies published that actually document these declines. And so we're starting to get worried um, about firefly populations around the world for a number of reasons. Um, they seem to be disappearing. Why? Why is that happening? Um, and so what we're thinking is that um, things like habitat loss, uh, some species are really particular in where they like to live and what they eat. Um, so they might only eat one particular species of snail. Um, and so they have, they're very specific in their habitat requirement. And if that habitat is lost, then you've lost that population. Another threat is light pollution. So light pollution at night, you can imagine that that would interfere with those lighted mating signals. And so it's been shown that fireflies in lighted areas, um, those populations are less abundant. And that if you look at specific individuals that are in lighted areas, they actually flash less than those that are in dark areas. Well, let's dig into first the habitat loss. This is because of our built-out community continuing to grow as we, you know, pave and mow and do more and more and more into the world. Yeah, so, for example, uh, there's a, one species that is specific to salt marshes and was found in Delaware, and just recently the salt marsh where it was found was slated for development. And so if that salt marsh has developed and we have lost that particular species. Um, and so what, we, what we'd like to do is find some ways for uh, humans and fireflies to coexist. So there are some technologies that are being developed in terms of lighting, street lighting and other ambient lighting at night that is firefly safe um, that is in it, the light color is in a particular uh, shade that, that doesn't bother the fireflies as much um, and is directed down uh, towards the ground as opposed to broadcast out into the environment so that where you want to walk as a human is lighted and safe for you but where the fireflies are is nice and dark for them and what should I do? Should we have uh, a lot of people have a backyard. Some people leave lights on all night long. Maybe this would be an opportunity to uh, uh, reduce that lighting, perhaps. Yeah. Um, we ask that during the summertime, um, when it's getting to be firefly season, go ahead and turn off your your lights, your outside lights. Um, go outside in your backyard with your lawn chair and your snacks and beverages and just sit out there and enjoy the light show and what is firefly season is that july that probably starts uh firefly season in pennsylvania uh the lighted ones are showing up uh like the second week of june and going all the way sometimes through september if it stays wet 
Okay. Tell me a little bit more about this blinking of the lights, how that uh, is a signal and, and how different species of fireflies use their lights to send different signals. So each species um, has its own code and they're using that to identify each other. So for example, you might have one species that does a single flash every five seconds. And then you might have another species that's active at the same time of night in the same environment that's doing two flashes every four seconds. And so these these patterns are different enough that the females of those two different species can tell the males apart. So when you're out in your backyard and you see those flashes, those are usually males that you're seeing. Uh, Females will be down in the vegetation, and when they see a pattern that they like, they'll actually reply to the male pattern with a flash of their own. Um, And then the male and the female start flashing at each other, what we call flash dialogue, so they go back and forth and back and forth until the male will find the female and they'll eventually mate. Um, There are some fireflies, there's one group of fireflies called uh, femme fatale fireflies, which actually uh, use this flash dialogue, this conversation to their own advantage. So this group of fireflies, um, the females of the species, will actually listen in on the conversations of, of, of other species and, and use them. So for example, the femme fatale would mimic the female reply of a different species in order to lure males in and eat them. What is the range of a firefly? I'm thinking if, uh, you know, I build a development in a farm field around here, of course the fireflies would have fewer things to eat under those circumstances. Can they not just fly to another area? That's a really good question and one we're still trying to figure out. Um, Some species might be able to fly up to half a mile. Other ones are very localized. So some species have females that do not have wings, have functional wings. And so those ones are very much tied to one specific area. Um, But we are definitely still working on that question. And uh, tell us about the, uh, is uh, the the abundance of fireflies or the lack thereof any sort of a barometer of the environmental quality in an area? Does that seem to go lockstep as an environment declines? There goes these particular, these beetles we call fireflies. We are, again, still working on those links. It does seem like as you get into a more urbanized environment um, or if there's environmental degradation through water pollution or um, pesticide use, um, that there seems to be fewer fireflies. And this is documented not only in the U.S., but in, but around the world. And is there any uh, sort of a really significant either current or anticipated future benefit for fireflies, other than the pure enjoyment, which is wonderful. Kids love to watch them. Well, so should adults, but, uh, you know, catch them and so on and hopefully release them. But uh, explain how fireflies are beneficial for adults, for humans. Fireflies are beneficial for humans, um, not only for, like you said, the, the pure enjoyment and the wonderment that you experience when you're out watching them. Um, but they're also uh, really good for the environment. They're eating your garden pests, your slugs, your snails. Um, they are um, the source of some really important scientific products. So the chemical that they produce, that they use to create light, called luciferase, is used in scientific studies um, to light up 
specific tissues associated with different genes. So, for example, um, luciferase is used to study how cancer progresses. Um, and there's a wealth of other chemicals that they use in their bodies that, that we don't know if that will be beneficial to humans or not. And so ongoing research is sort of looking at the potential of fireflies uh, as a source of natural bioproducts. Well, so much more to ask and to say about this. You've made a career out of making sure that these are studied and, and all of the potential human benefits and just the fabulous environmental benefit uh, continues. Dr. Lower, anything else, anything else critical for folks to know, maybe a link or a website that would help folks monitor this uh, still further? Yeah, we are looking for um, people to contribute towards our knowledge of where fireflies occur. So we are really interested in folks getting online or on their phones um, and logging firefly sightings either through Firefly Watch, which is through the Massachusetts Audubon Society, or through iNaturalist. These are both um, online platforms that allow you to submit data about what you're seeing. So I'm out in my backyard tonight, I see this particular species. You can snap a picture, upload that online, and a firefly expert will go ahead and identify that firefly and add it to our knowledge of where fireflies are occurring. And then that way we can actually document any uh, declines in the future. We'll put some of those links you sent to us on our website so folks can follow them and see uh, some of these uh, connections. We see at least three different websites where folks can find lots more information. Thank you so much, Sarah. Very much appreciated, uh, Dr. Sarah Lower. Thank you for checking in today, and we'll be back in touch in the years ahead. Thank you so much. I do appreciate that, Dr. Sarah Lower, Bucknell University, uh, researcher with an update on the firefly conservation uh, conversation. And that's happening around here.